Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Layman's Guide to the Multiverse, where we dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall. I am your host, Matt, and with me this week, I have Edward. You know, normally I'm looking good, but like, I gotta say, I'm looking exceptionally pretty tonight. Uh, I have Paolo. <laughs> you just completely threw him off his game. I love it. <laughs> and I have Mike. Hello, I'm doing this normally. <laughs> <laughs> how's everyone doing oh i'm doing exceptional exceptionally pretty i yeah. might add yeah yeah, yeah. i i say great. we we are a sexy bunch tonight i dare say yeah you have uh, something glow about you mm. something different bummer uh that show got canceled yeah i yeah. actually really enjoy that show too i didn't yeah. even watch it all the way through i just kind of caught bits and pieces three. I kind of, I kind of wish I could have watched it when it was happening. Uh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling, just because it looked like, I don't know, it kind of looked like a kind of offshoot of like, uh, it looks like a really, really bad version of like what NWA was putting out at the time. You know, <laughs> it looked like Ultimate Cheese. No, I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. Exactly. But I mean, that, that that's the kind of cheese that we we get in comic books. So yeah, yeah. it's not oh, like you, you are 100 right. That's true, but. Yeah, no, to the point. I mean, we would love to spend hours talking about 80s wrestling, but we're not. <laughs> Instead, we're going to talk about... We are about... not a wrestling podcast. We are not a wrestling podcast. Million this... Dollar Mullet, Ted this... DiBiase. <laughs> but yeah, no, but uh, Amazon series, The Boys, have y'all been watching it? The Boys. The Boys. The Boys. I watched the first episode. Much Season much, one. Much hey. to my hatred of anything that garth enos puts out i've watched both seasons is that how you pronounce his last name enos or are you just doing I like think... the penis thing because <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was ennis i figured you could call him garth anus you know because <laughs> there's two ends I, I wouldn't think it's enos I I thought it, I, i've always thought it was garth enus i mean whatever it's cool you have the penis rhyme so i mean it's it's tennis with two ends yeah yeah tennis, that's why so enus yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take away the t it becomes no, not the preacher pronunciation come on <laughs> come on google english is not my second it's not my first language guys come on english is not my second language it's a <laughs> <laughs> no but um yeah, no. So the same guy that brought us the Punisher got us the boys. Um, <laughs> He's also the same guy that brought us the Preacher. If you've read or watched that show, oh, cool. Ooh, I have not. I but uh, I have not because again, I don't like Mister Enos. So, <laughs> so what's fun and what's what's fun about that? Um, the same guys that do the boys uh, are also the same guys that do Preacher. Uh, it's Seth Rogen and uh, Evan Goldberg. But I'll tell you what. Uh -oh. the also, boys they're, has they're also producing the invincible cartoon okay so that's that's go. great that's great but you know what the boys has that preacher does not uh a glass of milk hmm. disgusting yes <laughs> um you completely threw me off what i was gonna say <laughs> no i'll tell i'll tell you exactly two what the two. boys has that a lot Boys. of movies are lacking no which i was gonna is... say that's probably you're probably wrong but okay no 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 it's an actor that was in the greatest superhero movie of all time, Carl Urban. 
Thank you. Yeah, okay, yeah, you were right. I can't believe you actually... Oh, there we go. You were thinking you were going where I was going. Yeah, dude, he was amazing in Dread. Of course, it took me forever to realize it was also Dread because he has his helmet on the whole movie. Mm. He's so good in that movie. He's got that scowl. That movie's so good, period. Yeah. He was also he was also in arguably the best video game movie of all time, Doom. Doom. Okay. Yes. Also, he was great in that too. He's mm. he is a treasure, and I Wait, think which, it's an understated treasure. The which, one with oh, the rock. I forgot there was a second oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the one with the rock. In I, it. I saw that trailer for the second one. I was like, that looks neat. I got I, 15 I, no, minutes I, in on Netflix. It, it, it's it apparently bad. really bad. <laughs> it's apparently like torturously bad. Like, I don't know. I don't understand how they keep fucking it up. Like it's it's easy, man. You just got a like a space marine. You give him a gun, have him kill some demons. You're done. It's easy. Just mm-hmm. adapt the 1990. I think it was five Marvel comic. comic of Doom. Rip and tear. Yeah, that's actually canon to uh, Doom 2016 and Doom Eternal. Yep, the Mar- the Marvel version of that. Mm-hmm. That's really canon. the comic. Yeah, 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 yeah. The like his personality of just being like murder hobo. 100% canon. But yeah, no. Going back to what I was saying though, like Carl Urban is a treasure. He's great. He's great, and everything that I've watched him in, he's fantastic. Like, yeah, he was I, great I honestly, in in Lord of the Rings. Yep, he was in that. Yeah, he was uh, Elmer. He was in Star Trek. He was in Star Trek. He played uh, Bones. Bones McCoy. Yeah, uh, again, another understated role. Fantastic, and um, <laughs> but honestly, his, his his rivalry with Homelander and the boys. It's really good because that's that's what I wanted to talk about tonight is that Homelander was such a a fun character, I feel, because it was a Superman if he wasn't raised by the Kents. You know, he he was what if Superman is evil? Kind of, sort of, sort of. That's an interesting argument. And and getting into that is going to take a lot of spoilers from this first and second season of the boys i mean i, I would think say it's spoilers for the boys it's spoilers for things like irredeemable it's spoilers for um there's a legion of superheroes story um so you know what supreme this power is, listeners this is your spo- this is your spoiler warning We'll, yeah, we'll say that sense. because this you whole, know what? This whole episode is going to be a spoiler warning. This is this is going to be a talk about a bunch of comics. Um, everyone at Edward just listed where we're going to kind of dive into the whole idea of an evil Superman and what that looks like. Spoilers for Bright. Oh, yeah, yeah, spo- right. Spoilers. For, I guess spoilers for things where if we mentioned the name of it, it would be a spoiler too, right? Spoilers like, for Star Wars and Jaws, Star- and Titanic, yeah, yeah. Titanic. Yep. Uh, yeah. Goonies. Kane. Ooh, the Goonies. Yeah, the Goonies. Yeah, yeah. 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 That ice. That 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 iceberg man. If he just would have been raised a different way, yeah, he yeah. might not have been a villain in that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, 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 that, <laughs> if that iceberg was raised by the Kents. <laughs> all I can think in Kansas, and they wouldn't hit it. All I can think now is the fact that Billy Zane makes several appearances in The Boys as Billy Zane, and he was also in Titanic now. Oh shit! Wait, what? What is Billy Zane? I didn't, I didn't Zane know that Zane was in The Boys. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a couple of clips where um, uh, a couple of the actors, uh, a couple of the uh, superheroes are in movies, and one of the movies, actually two of them, Billy Zane is one of the co co stars. Oh, that's amazing! That's great, that's fantastic. You know who's gonna be? You know who's gonna be in the third season of The Boys? Actually, Ooh. probably my favorite, Jason Todd, Jensen Eccles. Ah, oh, I did oh. see that. Yes, he's playing. He's gonna be playing 
a parody of Captain America called Soldier Boy. I love it. Oh, uh, please. Oh, Superman, that uh, exactly. No! <laughs> Good night, everybody. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, so back to evil Superman. And, um, oh, God. Oh, God. No. Now, now I want to make jokes about. Oh, now I want to make jokes about Superman and the hoe, and uh, <laughs> from from crank that soda. No, right, but, right, right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So yeah, so I, obviously Homelander is a a bad Superman. Um, <laughs> the key, the key, he's not a good person. He's 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 a terrible person. Yeah, and, he's not good. And okay, he does love a glass of milk. Yeah, spo- and spoilers for the boys. You find out that. Um, <laughs> They get their powers from this crazy ass serum, and he was basically raised, right. And he and he's raised in a lab. So, yeah, he 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 grows up in a padded cell more or less. It, so, if you want to if you want to get technical, it wasn't so much a padded cell. Um, I'm being it, facetious. It's very yes. it's very uh, just to kind of I, I guess I'll I'll fill in the blanks there just because it's so recent in my mind. Um, I just finished watching it maybe like a couple of days ago. Nice. Um, he he the beginning of his upbringing uh he he is given a person to kind of like a doctor who's his like kind of keeper his supervisor is a female doctor and i think by the age of like four or five he's already showing signs of his superpowers Uh, clark's got him beat suck it in one instance in one instance in one instance uh, and this is where a lot of the questions start to be asked about his, his kind of like his his state of mind and just how he like whether or not this is a, a nurture problem or a nature problem. Um, he hugs the doctor and snaps her back. And no one's really quite sure if he did it by accident or if he did it on purpose. And he probably doesn't even know. And that's actually something that they touch on in in the in the series because we don't really know whether or not it's something that like it was just he's deep down just screwed up in the first place or it's the result of not having any type of maternal figure. And that's actually the biggest argument for the second part of um, the second season of The Boys. What happens between nature versus nurture in that kind of situation? You see, because... Because I, w- I would argue the whole idea was that like uh, every th- most things I can think of where I've either watched or read with Superman, the big difference is, is that the Kents, they're like, yeah, you're special, but we're raising you like a human being. Yeah, they they treated him like they were like they to to them he wasn't like an alien or a monster. He was he was their son, and they they loved him like I don't even want to be like they loved him like like they were like he was their own. Because uh, that to them that went without saying, like he was theirs, and that goes that goes towards the um, the premise that's brought up in um, what was the name of the comic? Uh, Doomsday Clock. The fact that Doctor Manhattan makes like just gradual shifts to Superman's history, mm-hmm. and the idea that the metaverse forms around Superman and how he's raised by the Kents. Still though, I mean, in in Doomsday, bringing up Doomsday Clock though, um, spoilers for that. Um, no, again, he so regardless, he's still raised by the Kents. Uh, it's just how long he has them. Yes, yes. So in true. in the so with with Doctor Manhattan shifting, uh, you know, events and things, um, and the Kents getting into a car crash on the way, or taking 
Clark to prom, uh, he loses Ma and Pa Ken at, at the age of 18. That's right. That's right. He does do that. He does lose them at 18. He's so, still a kid like when he loses them. Right, right. But he still has those values. So what's super interesting to me, at least about the new 52 version of Clark, you kind of get from like the from like age like 18 to 25, he's kind of a cocky dick. Oh, is that when he was wearing the um the Grant Morrison look, the one where he was like t-shirt and jeans and like a mini and red like, cape? Oh, so the, the mini red cape was his uh, baby blanket. It's so lame. That's, had, that's a choice. That's a choice. I love it. No, it's it's so lame. It's so <laughs> stupid. Um, but you you really get to see that, like, or like one his his own hubris. Um, that year zero arc that they had for uh, the the new fifty two. Mm-hmm. He goes to try to. Uh, I want to say it's like a, maybe an oil tank, maybe maybe not an oil tanker. Like it's like this giant ship that he goes to try to save people on. Um, that's stuck in like a giant hurricane out at sea or something. Like there's, there's like a tropical storm or something, and he's like, "I'm fucking Superman. I got this shit." But I, like at that <laughs> point, he doesn't have um, like the full blown Kryptonian powers. He's got like the Golden Age power set. Right. So he can still only leap. Yeah, yeah. He can't fly. He can leap. He's not like he's he's invulnerable to a point. Like he can take like a shotgun blast to the chest, probably maybe, or like he can take a shotgun uh, blast to the chest, no problem. A rocket might knock him on his ass. That kind of thing. He's stronger than a normal person, but like, you know, more powerful than a locomotive, that kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, but his own hubris, yeah. His own hubris is like, I fucking got this. And he can't fight nature. Like, Mother Nature slaps him down and is like, be humble. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Mother Gaia, aka Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to that to that point though, like um, okay, one of my absolute favorite comics, irredeemable. Um, mm-hmm. so we're talking so so we've gone from Homelander who was raised in a lab to Superman whose parents maybe die a little bit sooner than they need to and he becomes a bit of a cocky dick. Well, that's that, that yeah. Yeah. Sure. Then you got the Plutonian. And it's been a little while since I read the comic, but from my recollection, uh he also had a a family much like the Kents and there's a live comic, you know, and, and Plutonian is a full-grown and everything like that but mm. he snaps in that comic and he becomes mm. the big bad um yeah. so if, if you don't know what the and sorry to cut you off but if you don't know what the um the premise of irredeemable is it's what if superman cracks under the pressure of being superman right 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 but i mean like i'm not familiar with superman stories where he cracks because he doesn't right 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 so it's crazy to watch though that after he cracks how far he goes and how like fucked up he is oh 100 um and i mean like okay the only other superman story i can think of where he cracks was uh injustice and i don't think superman injustice was half as bad as plutonian oh definitely (laughs) not definitely not i mean there's definitely some some you know some murder but uh, just quite a bit of murder in injustice. <laughs> That's kind of a total thing. Kind, yeah, kind of, kind of, kind of an understatement. But <laughs> thanks, Ed Boone. Uh, but it's nowhere near as bad as uh, irredeemable. Like it, it, it's one of those things that, like, oh man, like the entire uh, group of good guys are like playing a shell game with themselves just to not get caught. Because if they're even on the like they're blipping on the map for a second, Plutonians just turning them into into, into paste. Right. Right. <laughs> 
I mean, in, in some regards, I almost feel like uh, Plutonium was more powerful than even Superman was. So, uh, spoilers for Irredeemable, his power set isn't just um, like the Kryptonian power set. Mm-hmm. He's able to warp reality. I was, right, able, I was actually right. about to go into that. So, no. I, spoilers, so again, yeah. huge spoilers for, the, for Irredeemable. Um, you come <laughs> to find out that that whole family story that he has is a lie. I forgot that. Yeah, he he's not raised by a um uh a caring, you know, loving family. He's actually goes from foster home to foster home after his um initial mother so to speak, um who was completely Oh, what's right. it called? Yeah. Yes. She, she she killed her child. Oh. Uh, because of the strong emotions, the probe that was sent to the planet turns into an infant child, and it, it supposed to, it's like supposed to be a um, a reward for the strong emotions that she felt based on that. She keeps trying to kill the kid, but she can't do it because the kid's invulnerable. <laughs> she tries, fails, yep. wow. yeah, multiple yeah. times until she finally kills herself, and then he goes into. A whole bunch of different foster homes and then finally the last um person that has him trains him to be a selfless hero but again though but like okay so yeah so if i remember correctly she kills herself and tries to kill him as well um by you know by sucking a, a tailpipe you know but they they bounce they bounce from foster home to foster home but like if i remember correctly he was still fairly young when he fi- lands in the final home and it was a really it was a good household but i mean like now remember the argument that comes from that is now we go back to this whole nature versus nurture right when you have an alien being that is taken form as a result of the powerful emotions that this woman felt when she killed her child that's going to have an effect oh yeah oh definitely that's gonna have lasting effects on this on this child regardless of it being like this this super powerful god and that's kind of one of the arguments i have for homelander uh the idea that um homelander is superman in the sense that he has no repercussions for his actions yeah, because he never had that family unit at uh, all. Not Any just, semblance of it. And not just a no not having a family unit. The fact that there's no punishment for what he does. He is a narcissistic man child. And I was gonna say a power set why I like just his his level of power, I should say. Um he's in a like he's much like Superman, an adult in a world full of babies. Yes. And there's nothing that can give him repercussions. Ex- um like to see him just blatantly walk around covered in gore. Like he just walks around covered in like bits and pieces of people. And I mean, hell, hell, just just this just the final scene of him in season two. It's like if, if what are you gonna do? You're gonna tell him to stop doing that on top of the building? Okay. No, there's one scene that's just that um it catches you completely off guard, and the fact that you're like it's not a scene that actually happens. It's the scene that happens in his head. Um, what's happening is the public is slowly being turned against the idea of these Vought heroes, um, of these heroes that were created by Compound V. And he lands in front of a demonstration that's being led by a senator, and the people are actively just like against him. And now he is a facade. 
the the what the face that he puts on when he presents himself in front of people is not even close to what Homelander actually is. It's a mask. It, uh, to, to say it's a mask is an understatement. That's that's how it's almost like a complete alternate personality. And we and in that scene he cracks where he just like you see you see the look on his face and he just does a superman vaporized laser ray to an entire crowd of like 200 300 people oh and it's not the like i'm superman i'm fighting dirty and he like uh he visions everybody's kneecaps no he just no no he literally just zoom and you just see just waves of people just pop just buzzes it and everyone's explosion like it is it is his laser vision is rude as hell because it is not like superman's laser vision it like it purposely feels like it's just that much more of a violent thing it's like it, omega beams it, it it it's kind of like watching that scene in out for justice where instead of steven seagal fighting a bunch of bikers in a bar and just Kicking all their asses. It's like imagine that scene, but he was in a kindergarten class. Greatest martial artist of all time. <laughs> like, like that's that's how brutal that scene is. I don't want to imagine that. Oh, but that scene is no. That's... I was like Anderson, do the kick. <laughs> that scene is brutal as hell. And then, like for like a second, you're like, "Holy shit, did he just do that?" And then he didn't. But like, you could see the. The, the the inner workings of his mind and there's no repercussions to what he does he does whatever he wants because he wants to do it the women in his life are like he 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 feels like he owns all of them so would you so let me let me let me piggyback a little bit off of uh your uh, he does whatever he wants um let's let's jump over to mark milton from uh supreme power or um, I believe he's also the Squadron Supreme Hyperion. Okay. Uh, so Mark Milton uh, is the Superman analog for Marvel for Marvel's Max line. Uh, Supreme Power it was a reboot of Squadron Supreme by uh, JMS. Okay. He so that 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 entire concept for uh, Supreme Power is what if the Justice League was a like military uh, force. All right. Uh, so Mark ends up crash landing, um, and the, the government picks him up. Uh, run a bunch of tests on him as a kid, that kind of thing. They 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 like they give him a um, like a loving foster home. Okay. And I want to say ah, because this this is all from memory at this point. Uh, um, I forget what age he finds out that this is all bullshit. <laughs> but but he ends up finding everything is bullshit, and he's like, oh, these are just actors. Like, like like these people that raised me that like have been telling me they love me like they're just actors and then they're like like they break and they're like yeah we're fucking terrified of you so he like not that he break like he he kind of has like he kind of has the same kind of homelander moment where he starts to crack but he doesn't go completely crazy because he was still raised to you know be this 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 good government boy or i should say this like good conservative boy you know what i mean he's working for the government yeah but mm -hmm. uh the government tries to stop him and he's just like yeah no fuck you <laughs> There's nothing you can do about this, uh, and just to kind of show you know, just just to kind of wave his dick around. Uh, he even shows up at like one of the uh, the military bases where I want to say that like they found him or like one of the facilities they were like doing testing on him. He just walks in. Did <laughs> well, how do you stop something like that? 
and, and, I, and that's and that's that kind of leads me to like this whole idea of of this this again i go i, I say it again and I, I hate to beat it like a dead horse but that nature versus nurture situation like superman we we say superman may be you know a result of his of his environment being raised by the kents being raised with these human ideals being raised in a in a what's considered the 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 quintessential American Midwestern experience. Uh, so <laughs> experience. Uh, well, I mean, no, hold on. No, so like, I, even, I know what but, you mean. I'm just laughing at the, the it, phrasing. Not just that, <laughs> but even even within DC, we have what ifs. I mean, look at Red Sun. Yeah. Look yeah. at Red Sun, where instead of being raised by the Kents, he's raised in by the Kremlin. In, by the, well, the no, Kremlin. He's re- he was he raised by. He started. He starts to be raised by a family, like a poor family in in Russia, in Siberia, somewhere. Uh, and then when they discover his powers, you know, he's convinced. And I'm going based on the movie. I haven't read the book in a little bit. That's because you know Matt still has my red son. Sorry, call out. <laughs> honestly, it's a call out. Ooh. Uh, honestly, I think the last time you and I read Red Son was like back in college. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, but I watched I think the I movie. I read your copy before yeah. you gave it to Matt. I think well, I read your copy as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we'll I couldn't shut up. I couldn't stop shutting up about it it's because great. I love that it's book real good. so much. It's yeah. a fantastic book. So yeah. much so that I even really, really enjoyed the movie that they made, the animated movie they made. I've been meaning to watch it. I need to. It's should. so good. I haven't given it back to Paula in like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just can't put it down. Um, but the movie <laughs> is also really, it. really well done. <laughs> like It captures all of those moments. But essentially, Superman is still... Like Superman, except a little bit twisted. The it's idea of Russian. Him, like he he wants to save the Earth. He wants to keep the Earth safe, but it's under Russian values. It's under communist values. Well, at the same time, in that comic, America was kind of collapsing from the inside out as well. So. Spoilers, for, spo- spoilers for Red Sun. Uh, <laughs> why don't you just put the world in a bottle, Superman? Ah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good. This is really good though. Um, but in essence, like, and that's kind of where I want to go with like I, I think a lot of these where a lot of these Superman kind of evil versions, as as you're putting it, are so different from Superman himself. The core values of what makes Superman, the fact that he wants to save humanity, he wants to um he's still part of humanity he understands that there are still consequences to his actions. He understands that there are going to be repercussions to the things that he does, and he thinks about those. A lot of these Superman knots don't have that. Oh, 100%. Well, like, not, not, but yeah, not, not even necessarily that there's going to be repercussions to him, it's rather repercussions to other people as a result of his actions. Yeah, or they they don't, the they collateral don't damage. That, exactly. Yeah, they don't think exactly. these other Superman, the, the two so far that we've mentioned, or the three that we've mentioned so far, um, you know, uh, squad the guy from Squadron Supreme, uh, well, Tony, yeah, I mean, Mar- uh, and was, was proving a point at that point. Um, I, I, I want to say his biggest show of power, they they were like, the, the government was like, yo, sir, I want to say they were like, show up here at this time, otherwise, we're going to put you down. Uh, so he just flies into orbit and then back down and just like, what's it called yeah he, he he flies like just out of orbit i think and then flies back down to earth and he like hits the ground and it causes like the biggest crater ever seen on on the earth or something <laughs> uh, but again he, he was proving a point what, what i um wow 
I'm losing my train of thought. It's real good. Choo choo. <laughs> I get I get where you're coming from with that, and and it, it it speaks to what I'm I'm referring to is the fact that these these other Superman characters do not have that connection to humanity that Superman has. Oh, correct. No, no, totally. Um, so well, actually, well, uh, speaking of that, that's actually that's what I, what I wanted to bring up. Um, so the death and return of Superman, or, or I think it's the death of Superman animated movie into Reign of the Superman. That that animated movie is that right? Mm -hmm. is, is, is Reign of Superman. Is? Yes, that's the name of it. Okay, cool. Because um, I haven't seen the sequel, but during the uh, the Doomsday fight. Mm -hmm. Superman's getting the shit kicked out of him, right? Like big, big bone Hulk Doomsday is just punching that man to death, literally. <laughs> um, but in you the middle of this, happen. but like in in the middle of this fight, there's a kid that's got like a ball or something. Like I I forget what he's holding, but he ends up dropping this thing and it falls in like in the middle of the fight. Superman stops fighting Doomsday to go grab this like the toy to bring <laughs> it back to the kid and then protects the kid from getting like destroyed I, I forget if it's getting attacked by doomsday or if it's just like like a falling beam or something just due to like the collateral damage of the fight you know what that's the uh, kind of person he is he, he's literally getting beat to death and he's saving a child i i want to keep this discussion going when we come back from break because i feel like there's a lot that could be said about this all right we'll be back we'll be back All right, and we are back. All right, so we were talking a bit before uh, about um, various spinoffs, I guess you can say, of the Superman trope, where for one reason or another, Superman's a bad guy. And um, honestly, it makes for a lot of really good stories, to be totally blunt. Or mediocre ones, like the movie Bright. I, I have not seen, seen Bright. Bright. What's Bright about? Uh, so Bright is a, uh, it's an interesting concept. Wait, that's a that's a Will Smith movie, right? Uh, maybe. Oh wait, are you? Is it like Bright Burn or something like that? Uh, no, it's uh, just Bright. No, it's just bright. correctly, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a Netflix. Uh, movie, no, right? Uh, Bright. No, I think it is Bright Burn. Uh, bright is the fucking Will Smith movie. Yeah, oh, yeah with the yeah, orcs yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Brightburn is the movie that I'm talking about. Bright, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> there it is. Uh, I definitely got that on the first yeah. try, and Mike didn't back me up on that at all. Let's fix that in editing, guys. <laughs> I helped you. No, thank you. Um, yeah, the Will Smith Superman movie is called Hitchcock. I, th I think the reason that it was supposed <laughs> yeah, no, to be kind of a big... Dude, not for nothing. Hancock's another... Like, Hancock, thank you. Oh, is, shit. Is, is another oh. not-quite-Superman movie. Where's your um, two? Which that that honestly the first half of that movie ton of fun big fan yeah, I know I know the, it got hit in rewrites but I, I I really like that movie I really like the song right uh, Rocket and uh, Watermelon Man <laughs> uh, real quick Brightburn <laughs> is what if a uh, a kid with like deep seated uh, like mental issues okay uh, had found out he was an alien with Superman powers oh what age are we talking uh, I think he's like ten. Oh gosh! Or yeah, I think he's he's like eight or ten when he finds out he has powers, and he's kind of freaking out about it. And then 
again, it's it's one of those like there are there are no consequences for this kid. So when like his parents are trying to like discipline him, he's like, "Fuck you, mom." Heat vision. Um, it's oh. actually twelve. Oh, it's twelve. Okay, I don't remember. Uh, the movie's okay. It's a really it's a really cool uh, concept. Decent horror movie in in execution. Thank you. See, ironically, if the biggest reason why that movie was supposed to be a big deal was because the James Gunn. No, no, no. James Gunn <laughs> was tied to it. He he produced oh. it. He, he produced it. Oh, um, okay. But it was written by Mark and Brian Gunn, who I believe are his siblings, brothers, brothers, brothers. cousins. Uh, directed by David Yaravesky. Yaravesky. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea who that is. I mean, yeah, either. probably like a first timer. I don't know the um, but the the during the credits. Oh, they're cousins. Slash... It, it's oh, Marcus's cool. cousin and Brian is his brother. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. The the during the credits and after credits scene, you start seeing like the the evil Justice League more or less. Like you, you get like a fucking like deep sea Cthulhu creature for Aquaman. There's there's a Fun. there's a Wonder Woman. Honestly, I... this is just from memory. I don't remember anything else. That's <laughs> it's just sounded like Dark Knight's Metal almost. Oh shit! Are they evil? <laughs> uh, in Brightburn, they are. I guess huh. they're definitely not. They're definitely not heroes. I can tell you that much. Oh shit! So, um, all right. So yeah. So Superman is a bad guy. Fun concept for the most part, I would say. Like I said, I qu- quite honestly, I mean, like Irredeemable is definitely in my top five all-time comics. Um, Red Sun Superman, we call that out again. That's another again top ten for me. I would say big fan. Huge I mean, fan. I mean, because here's the thing: is that like for, I always hear this, especially from non-comic fans, is people putting down the idea of Superman because oh man, he's this all-powerful guy. He has no weaknesses, and everyone thinks that's boring. But I mean, but there's been so many comics where either superman himself like in injustice you know the script gets flipped or in other comics where they explore the idea of a bad superman and and quite honestly i feel like it enhances superman as a whole one of the one of the arguments that i have well not an argument but uh, one of the points that i see is and i forget where it was that i heard this but superman doesn't really fight criminals so much as Superman fights ideas. I mean, he himself, you could argue, is an idea. And and that's pretty the, much the reason why I, I kind of go with this, because um, his best kind of moments are moments where he shines, where he is um, fighting against an idea, fighting against some kind of intolerance, fighting against some kind of, um, you know, the, 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 what he stands for. He, so he, like, when he when he was created, you understand when he was created, the idea of Superman wasn't what it is now. When he was created, Superman was more of the fighting for the working man, fighting for the for for people who the everyday person. That dude fought Nazis. Know. Exactly. Um, but then he goes as he as you know, as times have progressed, Superman has changed what he stands for and what he fights for. You know, the idea that Superman is you know, truth, justice in the American way, that's actually no longer something that you too much associate him with because he's grown past that. Superman fights for humanity. Superman fights for the earth. 
as opposed to just the United States, I, just but go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was gonna say uh to 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 your point, he doesn't fight just for the United States, but it, it is that old school like uh, American mentality that that you like you fight for the world. Um, I think Scott Snyder, uh, if I remember right, was on Twitter and like Dean Kane was like, yeah, if like Superman said that he fought for truth, justice, and American way, like I couldn't be Superman on TV saying I fight for truth and justice in America because that's bad now because of the the leftists. We got to own the libs. And Scott Snyder was like, fuck you. I literally just wrote that in Justice League. <laughs> also uh dean kane wouldn't be able to play superman on tv full stop he wouldn't not anymore oh shit but i mean that's again that goes back to this whole idea that superman is supposed to represent the best of what humanity is yeah. even though he's an alien he's not from this planet and well, we know that he's not from this planet and we accept I mean, most of us accept that he's not from this planet, but he exhibits all the values that we want a, a human being yeah. well, to exhibit. That, isn't that at its core concept the most American? Like, isn't that what like America was founded on? He's an American. Like, he's yeah, an American. Yeah, because is, is accepting like, a, a foreign person to our land. I mean, because like that was what reinforced like my uh, like that's like Red Sun Superman for me. I think that might be my favorite Superman story. I'm sorry. I have to put it above All-Star no, Superman. No, it's good. That, that's fine. It's great. I don't agree with you that it's better than All-Star Superman, but... It's 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 a tough choice. But to Ed's point, though, like, I was kind of, like, past the whole, like, oh, yeah, you know, truth, justice, the American way, bullshit, yada, yada, yada. And then you flip the script and you see what it would be like if he was from Russia. And everything, he, everything a Russian Superman did, it wasn't necessarily evil or anything no. like that. He turned the world into a utopia. Spoilers for Red Sun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But it was I'm, under his iron fist. Right. Exactly. Like, people were okay. Like, that's the thing. People were okay with it, because here's, like, Super Jesus giving you all this cool shit. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but, they, they, but some of these people were, uh, to, to your point, uh, Matt, how you were saying that, like, not, or, uh, Polly, you were saying that not everybody accepts him. Some of these people in that story still don't accept him. I mean, look at Lex Luthor throughout that whole story. Yeah. Lex Luthor, Wonder Woman, Bat, the v Russian version of Batman. Yeah. They're, Batman, they're... Batman had his reasons. Batman I mean, had obviously. Yeah, he yeah, did. Batman, yes. yes. Um, Batman had his reasons. Wonder Woman sided with him at first. It wasn't until afterwards, after the fight with Batman, at least based in, if I remember correctly, from the movie that I watched, because the comic, it's been so long since I read it because, you know, I don't have it anymore. <clears throat> <laughs> look look you're so okay there you, you find my second edition copy of star and strength you return that to me and i'll give you back your red sun all right oh, shit it's a hostage hey, Paolo, situation i heard i heard that you started reading sandman did you read a physical copy of that <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> that that's too real regardless Matt, regardless of what I, was... <laughs> I would love to but it's certain Apollo individual. <laughs> I can't imagine some, who you're talking about. It's not relevant right now. We're talking a Superman certain, right a now. It's relevant. A, a, a certain sword wielding high schooler. Has... <laughs> uh, I, I, I got the love of my life over here throwing uh, her, her copies of uh, Sandman at me as we speak. <laughs> you should read them. They're really good. I need to. I would lend you mine. 
<laughs> I listen, it's the same situation with Red Sun. You know, I'd lend you mine, but but because that's what we're talking about right now. Red talking about Sun. Red Sun. Talk about Red Sun Superman. But okay, and this is my argument. Okay, the thing that makes these Superman knots, as I'm calling them, um, is that lack of connection with humanity. That lack of connection with the human experience, to use a really kind of cliche word, um, none of these, none of these Superman knots understand what it actually is to be a human. Ooh, can I throw a curveball at you? Please do. So most, so I would agree with like ninety percent of these, like ninety nine. I would even say ninety nine. Oh. What about Val Zod? I'm not familiar up? with Val. Ah, so Val Zod, who is that? That is a good curveball. Val Zod is the Earth Two, is the New Fifty Two Earth Two Superman, uh, who had crash landed on Earth when he was closer to like a teenager, like a young adult. Okay. Uh, was found by Terry Sloan, who was the Earth Two version of, uh, not Mister Miracle, uh, Mister Terrific. Uh, okay. Who, uh, m- m- uh, I'm getting a little deep cutty here. Um. But uh, Terry Sloan was like an was like a, a, um, he was evil on Earth too. That's all you need to know. He he he, he was like the Lex Luthor of that world. Sure. Um, who offered him asylum uh, and to protect him from the outside world. Uh, the difference, but I mean, one of the biggest differences, obviously, is that Val was closer to an adult when he was flying from Krypton to Earth. But his parents were also um, so it's like like where Jor El would have given uh clark just like a, like a bunch of like information and things uh on his way to earth val's parents were more of like listen uh solving your problems through violence is stupid that's fucking dumb yep he's it's a for pacifist dummies. yeah yeah so he, he was already a pacifist and then was pretty much like sequestered and hermited in his own little corner by uh an evil or lex luther Huh. Okay. So he gets like broken out of his prison by the like the, the rest of the heroes from Earth Two, who I think at that point were um it's like Supergirl and Huntress. Um I think at that point uh Thomas Wayne was still Batman. I'm I'm trying to think who who else was on that team. Uh, um but they 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 go to break him out and he's just like Nah I'm fucking cool. I'm just gonna hang out here. No. Like fighting, fighting your war is is useless. So the argument that I make with that in regard to him being a Superman, that's more of a generational Superman as opposed to like a Superman Superman. You know what I mean? Like he's taking up the mantle of Superman and I use that in quotes because the world no longer has a Superman. Well, I would argue. I mean, I, I would argue with that right then that Karazarel. Uh, Supergirl, or I think I think she's Superwoman in that world. If I remember in that right. world, she is. Yes, um, she becomes that. Superwoman <laughs> after ah, the whole. She becomes Power Girl. Oh, that's right. Yes, uh, but that, that was also during the, the New Fifty Two when um, her and Huntress jumped over to like the Prime Earth, and um, I'm making wanking gestures over here. The New New Fifty Two was weird, man. <laughs> um, but she was like, she was their Superman. Where like Valzad was just a like we need more firepower. Let's go break Val out of prison. And he's like, Nah, Kara, fucking cool, just hanging out here. I'm pacifist, well, yo. Yeah, Again, yeah. And he was again. just like these like he understood humanity 
almost to the point where he was like, it, it, it's kind of that like. If did we, he though? Did he? Because you have to remember at this point, he's already a teenager coming and landing on Earth with ideas that his parents fed him throughout his entire trip. I hear what you're saying, but he like, didn't have, I was going to I was going to bring up the idea mm-hmm. of like if we create AI and then AI is like, all right, yeah, humanity is a fucking cancer. I mean, it is, but but that's how he viewed humanity, at least at first. Isn't that just Terminator? <laughs> that's Skynet, right? <laughs> <laughs> so wait a second. So it's basically that robot Superman from uh, after death of Superman. right? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were going to be mm-hmm. like, it's that. No, Eradicator is different. Eradicator is well, no, not Eradicator. You're, t- I think you might be referring to Cyber oh, Superman. Superman. Hang yeah. Hanshaw. Uh, I, I can't believe it's not Reed Richards. <laughs> it's hard to believe. So, so again, again, I, I guess that's a great curveball. But again, I keep saying that's a generational situation. No one looks at like you tell someone, "Oh, do you know about Superman?" And what's the first image that comes to mind? The S. The S, the big S, yeah. The big S, okay. So, in that regard, Superman is not Val Zod. He took over on an alternate Earth as a second-generation superhero to become that Superman. And on top of that, and the part that kind of breaks my heart the most about that example is the fact that they didn't give that world enough time to develop. Oh, no, they did. So that he, that that was such an interesting world, the the whole idea of that Earth 2, before they absolutely just blew it up and I forget what crisis uh, they blew it up. That was, oh man, not, um, oh, was fucking, it final crisis? No, it wasn't final crisis. It, oh man, it's not a war world. What the hell? It, convergence. That's what it was. Convergence. They blew it. And it wasn't even that great of a storyline to blew it up in, man. It breaks my heart. Oh, uh, just hold on. I'm scrolling through this thing. Uh, so world's end was like the final story we got for new 52 earth Two. Yes. But like we got a continuation of, of that in the giant convergence storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you don't know what we're talking about, um, I guess a, a really quick summary, uh, the best I can without getting into the whole new 52, um, with new 52 being a reboot earth two was kind of like the, it was like a new version of the Justice Society. Uh, it was the ge- it's the generation version of the yeah. of, so like, uh, of that. Yeah. So like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, uh, they they die protecting Earth from uh, Darkseid and his power demons and his whole gang. So like other people take up the mantle of uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, all that jazz. It's really nice because that's where they actually introduce the um, the gay Alan Scott. The new, the, believe it or not, in that world, Green Lantern is a second generation hero, not an original hero. Yep, same thing with the Flash. Uh, same yeah, thing with the huh? Flash. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jay Garrick Flash is given powers by, I think Hermes just straight up shows up and is like, "I'm dying because the the gods and you know the, the gods are, are fighting and heaven's losing." Wait, um, the, the Greek god Hermes? <laughs> yes, the Greek god Hermes. Yeah. All right, the guy Pretty from much, Planet Express. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's voiced no, by uh, Phil Lamar and everything. It's crazy. <laughs> no, boy, your back isn't limber enough. <laughs> <laughs> but no, to, to get back to get back on topic, that's why I don't feel that that's a great example of an alternate Superman. But again, going back to what I keep saying, like he does. Michael like, B. Jordan considers him an alternate Superman. Damn it! I, listen, yeah. we have Obama Superman in. Uh, we do. Um, we do in Death Metal. Okay, he he shows <laughs> up again in, de- we in got Death him, Metal. We got him back in. Was we got a, I think that was a Superman story. But multiversity. He was, in, he, was a no, main, no. he was also a main character in Multiversity. Yes, he, he was. was. A, he was a character in a Spider-Man comic. 
Well, Obama what? was it? Uh, Obama, Obama was. I'm talking to Obama Superman. Oh, never there is there is an alternate DC universe out there where Obama is Superman. Is it not, Earth 32? Not Obama, not Obama, but like, you know, he very much is, looks very much like it's Calvin something. I forget yeah. what his name is. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, it, it, it's one of those like he's president, but also Superman. And it's like, yes. it's, oh, it's just fucking go. Obama. Like it's. <laughs> but no, no. OK, it's but great, go, though. It's fun. That, yeah, no, it's great. It is a lot of fun. But again, that is the that is the crux of what is Superman. The fact that he fights for the ideas of what humanity should be at its finest. I mean, to the point where even in yeah. the even in Man of Steel, what is what is what he tells him? What is what uh Jorel tells him? I don't as remember he's putting it's been on a while. as he's putting his costume yeah. on for the first time to fly. Honestly, don't I fall. forget. <laughs> no, he explains. <laughs> He reminds he reminds him that he he sent his son there to lead, not to lead, but to be an example for humanity, to show them the best of what they can be and reminds them that they're going to stumble. They're going to fall. But eventually they'll be ready to take their place in the sun with him. So he's supposed to be that ideal, that idea of what is best of what humanity is. And none of these other supermen, none of these evil supermen, none of these wannabe supermen have that. <laughs> you mean not- to tell me Gladiator doesn't do that? You mean to tell me <laughs> fucking Sentry doesn't do that? You mean to tell Sentry, me Hyperion doesn't do Sentry that? Sentry doesn't do that. Hyperion doesn't do that either. You mean to tell me Blue Marvel doesn't do that? Blue Marvel? <laughs> you're, just naming, you're just naming random I'm just Marvel naming, supermen. I'm just naming Marvel Superman, but you know. But this is different, though. It's different. Though. <laughs> you mean to tell me Goku's not Superman? Goku he's, is a Superman. He's not. He's not. He's no, a he's dick not. dragon. He's he's not. He's not an ideal to strive towards. <laughs> no, the beginning. No, he's not. Be- he's a bad the- dad. You know who's a good dad? Clark Kent. Clark, Clark Kent's Kent. a great dad. Clark Kent is like the best dad. Jonathan Kent grows up to be amazing. Jonathan Kent, spoilers for Future State, grows up to be Superman. Uh, yeah, I believe it. It's not Whoa. even out yet. Spoil- I'm spoiling shit that comes out January 21 or 2021. Let's go. Ooh. Shit. Do we have no, to wait like- <laughs> to the late release? <laughs> <laughs> but like- honestly, we could have this discussion all night. Like, I-, I feel like doing an hour or a little over an hour on this isn't enough. Like, I could literally, I'm, I'm literally bursting at the seams over here. <laughs> I mean, that, that, kinda, and no, and, and just to kind of bring up that, that point, um, and probably, like, I don't know, do, do you, how, much against spoilers are we for oh, irredeemable okay do the it. very ending of of irredeemable has the idea that the plutonian was meant to be something pure was meant to be something heroic to strive toward and unfortunately the the where, where he came into existence caused him to go the way that he went so at the end of the story they managed to kill the plutonian but his life energy leaves him and goes to be reincarnated hopefully in a world that's better in something that's better and they kill him i thought they just like i thought they they killed him i thought they just kind of repurposed him because like he's it i think in essence it's the same okay so so do do you want me to spell it out do you want me to spell it out i was just going to be blunt about it but he gets he gets reincarnated as a comic book character no 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 so here's so he gets 
reconstituted as an idea, and that idea gets planted into um, Jerry Siegel and or uh, Siegel and Schuster. Right, and then wow. that's, and they create yep. Superman. They create Superman. That's right. Thank you. Yes. I mean, that's a I, little. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about that ending, because um, it's like, oh, that's a little weird. But also, like, how do you how do you end that? That guy warps reality. How do you end yeah. that? If that guy works reality, how do you end that? It, it, but it is weird making this like terrible character inspire like these people and their lived experiences creating Superman, like because because the, the people who created Superman weren't they also immigrants? Like they were mm-hmm. just trying to yeah. So like it's it's weird that using this alt reality altering power to just say nah your lived experiences don't matter is that's kind of the opposite of what superman is right like <laughs> i mean the the i think the the point I love of that, that mark is... wade uses inception to, to create superman to invalidate superman obviously no. <laughs> oh my god no but i don't know if it invalidates it though i don't know if i agree with that uh, the way mike just explained it i i, I kind of but do. I, that's yeah because if, if superman's an ideal to strive towards then these the the creators of superman i'm sorry i, I don't know their names uh i just know that they are they are immigrants creating a story just to kind of like say they're they're like the they're like the the American immigrant is the, the something you should strive for, not something to be embarrassed about. So, uh, yeah, to say that this 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 terrible person altered reality to create Superman just kind of invalidates. Like it's it's nonsense. <laughs> I mean, I, I, okay, uh, here's Joe Schuster like, and uh, Jerry yeah. Seigel. I think what you're missing in that in that discussion is the fact that it wasn't necess- It wasn't that he himself like altered reality to the point that he went back and recreated himself. Um, the people that were up against him the, did. Exactly. The people that were up against him actually were the ones that, that hoped to, for all the terrible things that happened, something good has to come out of it. Right. So if anything, it's more of like the idea of hope being transferred from this world into the mind of these two creators <laughs> And something being created because you gotta remember something. The other thing is this: you forget that the original Superman that was created, yeah, was not Superman. Superman as yeah, we know him the, now. Yeah, so he, yeah. yeah, absolutely not. Uh, they they created a Superman like the a reign of a Superman with mind powers. Yeah, which arguably is also not far off from what Superman still is. They like, may- I still <laughs> I still argue that Superman's powers are not actually like super strength and stuff. It's he's just fucking telepathic. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> are, are you trying to tell me that that uh, Schuster and Seigel just created Professor X? Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Didn't exist yet, so yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> Fucking called out. Take that, Marvel. Uh, yes. Well, no, I, the X Men. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to get into this. I'm I the best at what who, I do. Who I talked about this with? Where <laughs> one of my kind of weird ideas is that Superman's powers are not really. You and I had this conversation. It, it was you and I, right? Where yeah. Superman's powers are not invulnerability. It's not super strength. It all comes from his his mind. He is unconsciously, telepathically creating these effects with his mind. I so think he's. Go ahead. Sorry. Go, no, go ahead. Just... I think that's also an idea that Batman brings up in. Um, is it the anatomy of a metahuman? I think that was the book that you that we both have. We both own that book. I believe. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely, no I definitely bought that for yes. like a, that just giant like hardcover textbook. Um, art is fantastic, by the way. Yes. Um, 
the entire book is just it's it's supposed to be done from like uh, Batman's notes, and it's him just kind of like uh, trying to figure, yeah, 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 spitballing ideas about like uh, heroes and villains' power sets and like how how he could take them down. Not just how we could take it down, but also like describing their anatomy and explaining in scientific terms what it is they do. So like there's one where he has like the Kryptonian anatomy and he like he explains what he knows about Superman and like why his eyes do what they do, why he's able to check to do like his his cold breath, why he's able to like why is it that like he can yeah, do this s- stuff and other and other people can't. Exactly. Hmm. Exactly. It's so super I, good. Yeah, no, it's a really cool book. It's a Whether really, really cool it, book. Batman's musings are canon. It's it's still fucking cool. <laughs> yeah. Bat- Batman's an insane person. I don't know. <laughs> he, <is. laughs> he absolutely is. Yeah, that's that's his whole thing, and I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is I I I don't think it's invalidating. I think it's just trying to kind of evolve this idea of what Superman is supposed to be. Because again, Superman has become this right yeah superman yeah. wasn't this in the first place no superman- but it, it, it is true but it's still a character created by uh, american immigrants and you know <laughs> i guess i guess i guess the way i'm reading it is it's like oh they didn't have the idea we gave them the idea and that's just that, I, I mean that's a little yeah, insane to me <laughs> <laughs> it's like fuck you know it's like immigrants have, like, have never done anything well we helped them <laughs> <laughs> I just want more good guy Clark. <laughs> I don't know. Such a nice I like, guy. Yeah, I love him. Like, I like it's, it's one of those things, man. Like one of the things I love about that character. Like you, you'll hear the uh, like the the uh, never meet your idols. Like you let these giant movie stars and rock stars, and like they're dickheads in real life because like yeah. the the idea yeah. of them being these larger than life things like go to their head. Yeah, and absolute you also have an idea corrupts, of absolutely. them. Yeah, right. In your head too. Yeah, right. But like absolute power corrupts absolutely, except mm. for Clark. Like this guy knows the responsibility he has, and like for better or for worse, upholds it. He's the ultimate ideal. I think that's the important part to take out of this. Like none of these other characters have that. None of these other characters understand that. They just use what they have for themselves for their own gains. In some instances, to just drink a glass of milk. <laughs> I, I think I think to put it simply, because I've been most I've been a little quiet, just kind of listening here. But I think I think to put it simply, uh, most other villainous Superman look inwards, while Clark Kent Superman looks outwards. I mean, that's that's Superman's whole power, really. When you think about it, is his ability for restraint. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Superman oh, is as strong God. as he needs to be for his for like the situation he's in. I mean, I love to bring up I love to bring up the scene at the end of Justice League Unlimited. Where he's fighting Darkseid. Oh, he's just beating the brakes oh, off. He's just beating the brakes off him, and like his speech while he's beaten, just beating the crap out of him, is like it feels good to finally. Uh, to, I live in a world made out of glass. I thought it was cardboard. Oh, was it cardboard? Yeah, I don't I think know. It's Regard- it feels both. It feels like both is just as well because <laughs> he just it feels really good to finally let loose just before he just hits him with this punch that puts him through like six buildings. Yeah, like that. That's the thing. Like that's one of the things I love about this character. It's not about. It's not about him getting into a punch. Like it's not about him like getting into a punch fight with people. I don't give a shit about like watching him fight Lex Luthor in his in his fucking <laughs> apocalyptic war suit. Right. It's not about that. It, it, it's it's about his restraints about him it's about this fucking idea and like once in a while I'm, I'm not saying that like i need like this shining beacon of hope like all the time every day 24 7 but like even in the state of the, like the state of the world now 
it's nice to be able to kind of have this ideal where like everything's going to be okay because this dude's showing up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. And on that note, I think we should wrap it up. And uh, everybody in a baby blanket that we got from our space crib. Yes. And we have recordings of Marlon Brando telling us, don't be a dick. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah, just Forget don't be a about dick. it. Don't be a dick. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, feel free to email us at laymansguidetothemultiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at laymansguidetothemultiverse.com. <laughs>